Here's now a special presentation by Utah Man Podcast for fans by fans. Hello, Ute fans. I hope you are having a great day from wherever you are listening. This is Sai Miyake, otherwise known as the Notorious Sai on Twitter. My handle is at the, in all capital letters, Notorious in small letters, underscore CY in small letters. I just returned from the spring scrimmage on March 31st, and I was impressed with what I saw from the Utes. I know it's spring ball and most of it's extremely vanilla, but we saw that the defense is as strong as ever, and there were some encouraging signs from the offense. Special teams started slow, but they improved throughout the afternoon. Now, I'm starting with the defensive side of the football. The standouts of the day were Julian Blackman, Chase Hansen, and Kavika Luafatasanga. Blackman was very impressive with an interception on Tyler Huntley, and the secondary as a whole seemed to step up with great coverage and pass breakups by Blackman, Jordan Fogle, Booby Hobbs, Terrell Burgess, and Tyrone Smith. Chase Hansen didn't see the field much, but he made his presence felt with a couple big tackles and a nice pass breakup on Damari Simpkins in the end zone. I think Hansen can have another great year at safety, and keep in mind this is his only third year playing the position. He can always get better as he learns the position more. Kavika Luofatasanga was all over the field during the scrimmage. He had a huge tackle on Jordan Howard in a fourth and one situation, and he also had a sack on Troy Williams. He was definitely a physical force out there, and he can definitely build up build upon a successful end to last year's season. I interviewed Kavika after the scrimmage, and all he could talk about was how he wants to be the best linebacker he could be no matter what, and that should be a huge asset to the defense moving forward. The D-line was great as usual with a couple sacks in the day. The big guns in Lotulele, Mokofisi, and Kylie Fitz all didn't play. They all recovered from injuries. So this should be a great sign for the D-line. Even though we were unable to snag a certain in-state recruit, the Utes are as deep as ever in the trenches, and they will remain the strongest position group on the defense. Moving on to the offense. There were some encouraging signs, but the defense won the scrimmage. The quarterbacks are fully live during the whole day, and it was an open season on them. I think this is a great move by the coaching staff. In order to fully assess the QBs, you have to see how they respond under pressure in the pocket. Cooper Bateman received all the second-string reps and the most reps overall, and for the most part, he was impressive. He made some good throws, but was behind on a few throws, and he was sacked the most out of the three quarterbacks. He did put an exclamation point on the day by throwing a 48-yard touchdown pass to Samson Nakua, and it was clear that he was his go-to receiver for most of the afternoon. Bateman also did not throw a pick in the scrimmage. Troy Williams looked the best out of the three quarterbacks. He overthrew some passes early on, but settled in and looked like he had made some strides from last year's season. His running ability was also on display, as he was able to run in a touchdown for the 10-yard line in a fourth-and-goal situation. C.O.C. Wilson was his go-to receiver, and Wilson has built on his impressive spring so far. I really like what C.O.C. can bring to the offense. He can basically do everything. He has good size, speed, hands, and he's also a decent blocker. Tyler Huntley split the first-team reps with Troy Williams, um, he didn't blow me away throwing the ball, but he was gashing the defense with a read option. Um, today, he proved that he is easily the best running quarterback on the roster. It seemed that every time he was running the ball, it was for at least a 5 or 6 yard gain. The receivers were just okay. They still had a few drops. Uh, most notably, Raylan Singleton had a wide open drop in the end zone. Freshman Tyquez Hampton had a very impressive catch on the fade route, but Bateman just overthrew the ball and he caught out of, out of bounds but with very tight coverage on him. 
Devontae Henry Cole and Jordan Howard both had a great day running the football. They're able to convert many short yard situations, which is always a good sign for the offense moving forward. The pair also had a few deep runs in the game. Um, after the practice, Troy Taylor said that the offense is running at about 60% of the speed he wants them to run. I think that's a great decision as you want your personnel to first understand your scheme before running at 100 miles an hour. Um, the starting quarterback will be named in August, but I think Troy Williams definitely has a sizable lead in the quarterback battle. Now on to special teams. Mitch Wisnowski was business as usual, punting the ball and pinning the returners inside the 15-yard line on many occasions. Hayes Hicken also had some good punts, so it's a luxury knowing if anything happens to Wisnowski, we have something behind him on the roster. Uh, the return team was very mediocre, however, and hopefully the coaching staff can find the dynamic players in the team to make an impact returning kicks and punts. Uh, Hayes Hicken and new Juco transfer Christian Antizana struggled early on with any kick that wasn't a PAT. Antizana missed his two first field goals, and Hicken pushed a 40-yard field goal wide left. However, both were able to improve at the end of the practice, both of them hitting numerous kicks from 40 yards plus, and Antizana capped it off with a 52-yard field goal. Overall, it was a good day for the team, and you could see our youths two more times in spring ball. There will be another scrimmage Saturday, April 8th, from 10 to 11.30 a.m., and the annual red-white game will be Saturday, April 15th at 11 a.m. Both the scrimmage and the red-white game will be at Rice Eccles Stadium. I hope to see you there. Lua Fatasanga after the spring scrimmage. So how do you think you, you can assess your performance today? Uh, did okay. Uh, could have done better. Um, attacking more. Uh, making more plays. Uh, calling out more more things on our defense. Uh, trying to be the local leader out there. Uh, just all of that I need to work on. But overall, it was a good practice by both offense and defense. Yeah. You, had a, you, had a really good, you had a really good tackle on a, uh, four, on a fourth and goal situation. You tackled the running back. Can you take us through that play? What were you thinking and how you executed the play? Um, it was just... Uh, um, I had to uh, just come down. Uh, you know, uh, it depends on what the tight end, if the tight end blocks out or if he blocks down. On that occasion, he just blocked down. So I, I squeezed off of his butt. And there was another puller, so I got to hit that too, spill it, and then running back just came right into my hands and uh, kind of drove him back. Your play really improved over the course of the season. What do you think was maybe the biggest adjustment you had to make coming from junior college now to Utah in the Pac-12? Uh, just the speed, the speed of things, um, uh, a little bit of the strength side, um, but also like the speed of the game, it was just more faster. I had to think more and uh, just adjusting to the new defense and uh, it was good. Uh, you know, all the linebackers here before helped me. Sunia and Cody and Coach Edna, Coach Scali, they're, they're always there for, for us. And it was good. It was good to come in. And Going into spring ball, did you have any goals set during spring ball? Uh, yeah, just uh, be a leader out there. Um, you know, I knew, I knew that I had to be, you know, that leader out there. Uh, just stepping up and uh, uh, just uh, continuing my, my play, you know, from the last two games of the season. Uh, I knew I had to step my game up because the coaches trust me and, you know, I, and uh, they, they want to put me in a position to succeed. And, and uh, just uh, you know, offseason, was, it was good with the strength coaches. Thank them, you know, uh, get my strength up, my speed, and uh, my lateral movements was good. Um, 
we're still talking about we're still talking about goals and uh, now do you have any goals for when the season starts oh uh, yeah uh, I mean I just want to be the best best linebacker in the Pac-12 uh, I want to work hard every day um, to be a champion you got to be consistent every day come to work you know just bust your butt uh, but yeah my goal is to just just be the top the top linebacker in the in the, in the whole country all right. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. You were, you're so tired, but you can keep going. And uh, that's what he does for me, and I like it a lot. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry I missed this, but uh, I was wondering about your catch today. I mean, uh, what do you kind of see on that play as, as it unfolded? Um, just right when he threw it, right when I broke off my uh, cut and I turned my head and I seen the ball come my way, I was like, catch the damn ball first and then get upfield. Worry about that later. <laughs> you know, I overheard uh, you talking to a coach the other day sort of about polish and, and kind of getting all the details right, I think. Um, what's that been like for you? What have you been focusing on during camp? Um, details matter a lot. Everything, every little detail matters. And um, I've been trying to work a lot on my footwork because um, I'm not as fast as all the other receivers, which I'm not worried about, like, as long as I get my technique and all the fundamentals down, I could care less about my speed. <laughs> How are you feeling about the offense, given that there's going to be heavy receiver sets and a lot of good receivers on the field at one time? Um, it's good. I like it because um, it shows that we're not just all about speed. We're about strength, too, and we're, we like to mix it up with both. And it comes, it's good with uh, Raylan, our biggest receiver, and when he comes in, he just he's a mixture of both, literally, and like most DBs are a lot smaller than us, so it's harder for them to guard bigger receivers. Do you come in feeling like Receiving jobs are wide open, like there, there's um, competition available for guys who are hungry like yourself? Um, I think it's always open. Everyone, um, Coach Holiday says compete every day, and I, I really like that. Um, you got to come out and compete. Nothing's ever given to you, I really think. And um, I mean, if no one's re- if they're not going to work hard in front of me, I'm going to come down and try to take this ball. I'm going to try to work my ass off and get what I got to get. You know, obviously Utah's passing game has been, you know, criticized over the years, and, and everybody knows it. But, you know, how does that affect your pride, and how does that affect what you do in practice? Um, I think it motivates me a lot because they expect us, all our receiving core, just to be just crappy and not good, just to expect us to drop balls and just to go block. But... I mean, I expect myself and all our other receivers to come out every time busting your ass to catch a ball. Like, I expect from myself and from my other receivers no drop balls ever. Your boy DHC had a pretty nice day today. Oh, killed it. He killed it. He's killing it. I mean, he's doing really good. They didn't really expect a lot of him because he's so short, but, I mean, he's coming out grinding, showing him that um, size doesn't matter, and he's killing it right now. All right. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Yeah, one more. so with Troy Taylor taking over as offensive coordinator, what do you think is the biggest change that he's made with the offense? Um, I think love. His his main motto is love. No matter what mistakes, anything, he wants us to love one another and sh- and pick them up. Don't let them like when they drop a ball. Don't let them hang their head. Come and pick them up. Be like, all right, next play. You got to come on. Next play is coming. You're gonna get it. If it's coming to you, be ready and catch it. And it emphasizes love a lot and really pushes us to love each other and uh, pick each other up a lot. We saw Cooper Bateman target you often during today's scrimmage. Um, how important do you think is chemistry between a wide receiver and a quarterback? Oh, it's important. You don't have chemistry, you're, he's going to probably look you off. And uh, you don't want ever, if you're getting open all the time, you don't want to ever be licked off. You want, if you get open, you want the ball to come to you. And it, I mean, you work with the quarterbacks, you get good chemistry. And um, me and him have been working a lot together. And I mean, it just paid off today, really. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much, Thank Justin. you. Have a great yeah. day. You too. That's a great question. Both, you know, 
Um, I think the tempo has been pretty good, uh, and the terminology has been good. They've, they've learned it. You know, we had a couple of missed assignments, which is to be expected. You know, you got guys that are playing for the first time and are a little bit, a little bit nervous, a little bit anxiety. And uh, but I, I thought for the most part, they've they've picked up on things. They've been very hungry, and I've been very satisfied with that. Hit on each one of your quarterbacks, Tyler, Troy, Cooper. What are they doing best? Just in general, um, kind of a. You know, macro look. They, they, you know, Troy has just been very consistent the whole time. He's been uh, accurate, made good decisions, uh, very poised. I love his attitude. And Tyler has has been also consistent. Um, you know, his athleticism is very impressive. Um, and he's got a really bright future as well. I mean, I think they're both outstanding players. I feel like we can win with both of those guys. Um, and then Cooper has done a really good job. I mean, he hasn't got a lot of practice reps, but when he gets in, he always plays well. He always makes good decisions. Um, and then Drew List did a nice job as well today. Do you think you'd be able to name the starter after spring football, or is this something where it's an evolving thing and it's going to take some time? I mean, ultimately, it's Coach, you know, Coach Witt's decision, but um, I, I would think not, in my own opinion. Um, these guys are both playing really well. Like I said, I think we can win with both of them, and we just need to continue to compete. You're, how, how you're, close? Go ahead, Drew. Oh, I'm sorry. How close are you to the tempo you want to be at compared to where you were today? Yeah, I'd say probably 60% there. You know, we're 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 still you know trying to get lined up, and we got to play fast. I mean, so much of playing fast is not thinking, and they're still thinking a little bit. You know, they they process the play and, and how they get aligned, all those things. So we're not at the point where we know it so well that we can play fast, but the progress is definitely being made. How's the other half of the passing game? We talk about the quarterbacks a lot, but are the receivers making progress? Last year there were a lot of drops. What have yeah. you seen? Yeah, I mean, I think we've consistently got better. Um, obviously, you know, you, you just can't. If you're going to be a passing team that's going to be effective, you can't have drops. You just can't. Um, so we got to clean that up. I uh, had a couple today, um, but I, I'm, I'm pleased with the wide receivers. What do you think the next few practices are going to look like? What, is, what do you hope to accomplish here in the next few? You know, we will. Today we didn't install. So, you know, you install a little bit. It gets a little sloppy, a little messy because there's new concepts. And then you clean those up and you keep moving forward and just try and get as much as you can. Uh, you know, we've been heavy on red zone and short yardage uh, goal line the last couple days. And I think we have, we've made some progress. Uh, but just continue to install and get as much of our offensive as possible. Thank awesome. you. You're Thank welcome. you very much. All right, you guys. Yeah. you got to pick your spots because there is some risk involved, obviously. But uh, it gives you the best evaluation possible of those guys when you can see their escapability and, and what they can do when the, when the play breaks down and, and how they can uh, make something out of nothing. How did you feel like those guys played the three of them? Very well. Very well. Cooper Baton got a lot of reps in. That was by design. You know, the, the first two guys, we, you can only have so many live reps, and so we, we put Cooper in there to, to split them up uh, relatively evenly, and uh, I thought all three of them performed. Was there anything you were looking to get out of the offense today? Uh, just see how we operated. You know, just the just the uh, mechanics of getting the plays in and out, getting the personnel groups in and out, uh, the, the execution level. Not real concerned with the tempo right now. I'm never really concerned with the tempo. It's more execution and, and production. I asked Troy about that, the balance between getting his tempo in and getting the language and the, the plays and all that. Danny, he feels like they're, they're striking a pretty good balance right now. I think so right now, and I think, you know, eventually he'll want to maybe go a little faster, but again, that's... That's nowhere near as important to me as, as uh, executing, taking care of the ball, and getting the ball in the end zone. C.O.C. Wilson showed us a little bit last fall. He was kind of a playmaker today for you, too. He was. Uh, Raiden, Raiden Singleton did some good things, although he dropped a touchdown pass. I know he wish he had back. But uh, those two guys are going to be good players for us. 
Uh, you know, we're missing a bunch of running backs right now and tight ends that will be here in the fall. And also, uh, you know, two or three or four good receivers that are in this recruiting class that will be here in the fall. In addition to going live with the quarterbacks, the offensive line, does that give you a little bit better look with your offensive line and how they're blocking up front? It does, but they're not being tested by, you know, Lowell and Flip. Right. Know, but there's Kylie. Playing, playing Kylie. So they, they got good players that they're playing against, but, but the degree of difficulty will get more more uh, intense. I know it's early, but uh, give us a read on your kickers right now. You know, they did some good things today. Hayes Hicken didn't miss a kick. Uh, Mitch, Mitch Wisnowski solid as a rock as a, a funding position, obviously. But uh, Hayes is doing some good things. And uh, Christian Antezana, our backup right now, he's coming along as well. And we got one that's coming off a mission. Uh, Chayden Johnston that will be yeah. here in about uh, two months. So two weeks until the spring game, two weeks yep. from tomorrow. What what do you want to get done between now and then? <laughs> we got to keep progressing offensively, start cutting down on the mental errors, uh, you know, the, the substitution patterns and the, the uh, just the mechanics of the whole thing got to keep smoothing out. Is there a timetable in terms of when you want to name a starter quarterback? No, I don't think we're on a timetable right now. In fact, we'll probably go into fall. Uh, I say probably we may name one after spring, but it definitely wouldn't be before spring ball ended. It may not be until a couple weeks of fall camp. I'm sure you already addressed this, but how helpful is it going live there for the quarterbacks? Very helpful. It's helpful for them, and it's helpful for us as coaches to get evaluation because for them it allows them to show what they can do and their playmaking abilities and their escape ability. And uh, for us it's a great way to find out who can make plays when there's not one there to be made. We're good. Let's cut it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of Utah.